0: Hey, Jordan, thank you so much for coming on today and uh, telling us the story of Stun, your company. Um, And uh, we're going to get into all of the products and the pills that you're working on. Uh, But before we get into that, tell me a little bit about your background and how you sort of came into this industry.
1: Sure. And first off, thank you for having me. I'm I'm really happy to be here and present. Um, So my background is actually as an engineer. My whole life, I've loved asking the question, why? I'm very analytical and I'm driven by innovation and exploring how things work. So it was a natural path for me. Um, I went through school, became an electrical engineer, and I got a job at a leading company. But very quickly, I realized that you know, the political corporate structure wasn't exactly my forte and my passions weren't really being met. So on my time outside of work, I started experimenting with different business ideas and tried different innovations. Um, I tried a number of things and I had, you know, varying various levels of success. But one thing I kept coming back to was um, I always had this deep passion for my own mental wellness and for my nutrition and how different ingredients I use impact my performance, my mindset and everything like that. So one thing led to the next. And I was uh, actually transitioning from one business with two co-founders that didn't work out into what I thought would be my next one. And I started connecting with various experts in the dietary supplement industry just to try to figure that out a little bit more. Um, I made some really good connections, built up a really good network, had some really solid ideas, but I didn't quite know what I wanted to do with it yet. Um, but I'm lucky because I looped in my wife, who his form, her former life, she was an actress, and she faced a lot of toxic beauty standards and ideals in that industry. and very early on, she realized that there was a direct correlation between how she felt and how she looked, or more specifically, her mindset and her well-being and her skin. And then also vice versa. When, when her skin looked bad, it also affected her mindset. So we realized that through nutrition and supplements and a really high-quality brand, we could really target that issue that so many women face. So with that, we created Stun Collective, which is a, uh, an ingestible, skincare and wellness product and our whole niche is we're taking a mental wellness first approach to beauty
0: fantastic fantastic so in that introduction there are so many things that i sort of want to dissect so uh, yeah. go just to step back for a second um you talked about uh, a, a previous startup that didn't really work out just tell us very quickly what, what happened in that and what were sort of the main lessons that you took, took away from
1: that experience sure um so as I said, when I, when I was working my, my career job as an engineer, I was kind of looking at what else to do, and I had all these side hustles, and I had two university friends who were kind of doing the same. One of them is an entrepreneur and has been for a while, and he kind of exposed me to the idea of it, and the other one was an aspiring one. So we got together, and we started brainstorming, and we'd meet you know three times, four times a week, and we'd just have these brainstorming sessions. And one day, we came up with this idea that we thought, you know what, let's give it a go. And it was an idea for an app. And the whole idea was we wanted to uh, create an ability to have free speech and not have censorship. And we had a lot of really great ideas but had a really naive approach looking back. But you know what, we jumped in, we created a company and we built this app. And we, like I said, there's a lot of naivety around it. We didn't know anything about fundraising. We really didn't understand the fact that um, it's the, one of the most important things is getting user feedback and having analytical approaches to how to implement the next feature. So we tried to develop this full-blown app, and it wasn't really picked up. Um, we didn't have enough money to keep it going, and we all had our separate lives that we, we I guess, decided to get back to at some point. So we ended up okay. dissolving that company. Learned a lot about it, but we've remained friends and brainstorming partners since.
0: Perfect. So it wasn't in the beauty industry, and uh, I guess uh, the main thing is you sort of learned the startup process. I guess yes, yes. So that that's fantastic. That that's great. And uh, now, sort of coming into this, you you mentioned that uh, you know the inspiration really came from your wife, who's an actress. Yeah. Uh, tell me a little bit about what was sort of the, how did you decide that we're not going to go after the traditional beauty. Uh, uh, and you know that that type of product we're really going to go into the digestibles what was what was the mindset around that
1: sure we had a couple of different things there so um, number one we wanted to combine both of our passions to create a company that we could both lead and and really be passionate about so for me my, my driving passion has never been beauty it's always been wellness for her, it's been a combination of beauty and wellness. So that, that was one. We really wanted to take that wellness first approach. But the second reason is the beauty industry is, is already very saturated. There's a lot of cosmetic products. There's a lot of uh, different styles of topical products that exist. And we wanted to take a different approach to it. We saw, you know, and especially exacerbated this year, there's a, there's a mental wellness crisis by all accounts right now. The whole world is stressed, depressed. These levels are on the rise and they're leading causes of illness. So with, with that, we really knew that we wanted to find a solution that worked to fix mental wellness, but strategically targeted towards the beauty industry. And um, the reason that we chose to do an ingestible product rather than a topical product is because, you know, your skin is the largest organ in your body, but Everything that, you know, the majority of things that exist to help with your skin are just the surface. But what happens on the inside is by nature reflected on the outside. And we knew that we could with, with, you know, our first two products, we could really hone in on both the wellness aspect and the skin aspect in an, in an ingestible product with really high quality ingredients. Right, right, right.
0: No, that's fantastic. And and that's such a great thing. so uh, let's just go through chronologically. When did you form the company and when did you really start developing
1: this product? Yeah, we formed the company in February of 2019. Okay. And we, uh, we had started developing it just before we formed it. And through the spring of 2019, we did some sampling and some testing. And we flew out to see our, who would become our manufacturer. And we vetted, vetted all of our ingredients. Um, we took friends and family funding in June of 2019, which allowed us to do our first minimum order for our manufacturing, and we launched the company to the public in September of 2019.
0: Wow. Okay. Perfect timing, I guess. Uh, uh, coming into 2020, and uh, you know the all of the issues that we've had. Yeah. Um, so, and, and the other thing is, you're relatively young. You're you're about uh, two years old, and then uh the com- the sales essentially are about a year and a half yeah. uh in
1: it just um, over a year yeah
0: yeah uh so let's talk about first the r&d part of the equation uh who uh, is the product being developed in, or uh, manufactured in us or yeah. offshore
1: it's manufactured in us um perfect okay so as I mentioned, I've got this passion for ingredients. I spent much of most of my youth playing competitive sports, and I always had nutritionists and dietitians through that. So I learned a bit there. Oh wow! Okay. And through university, I, I realized how important my diet was to actually do well in exams and get my mindset right. Right. So I, I had a, I had a lot of research that I was doing on my own my own time, and that allowed me to uh, formulate some criteria to hire somebody and bring them on to actually formulate our products and develop them from a professional standpoint. So we did that and I, I connected with a master of science who's a professional formulator and he's got a, a really great background working with the FDA and, and, and uh, different organizations in the dietary supplement industry. And we work together to formulate these ingredients in these products.
0: Fantastic. That That's great. And uh, I think having someone who understands the regulatory environment is also very important. Yes. So let, let's touch on that a little bit. Um, well, I know, uh, you know, whenever you start to promise certain results, uh, that changes the whole equation, right? Uh, so I'm guessing that these are essentially multivitamins or you're, you're not necessarily promising any results. So. Tell me about that distinction and where you fall into that.
1: Sure. Yeah. First of all, yeah, we never promise results. It is a dietary supplement by, by all regards, <clears throat> which the, the whole reason for having a supplement is to supplement an already h- healthy lifestyle. So, right. you know, we use ingredients that have clinically proven research behind them. And, you know, with a healthy lifestyle and with the right approach, they have very amazing benefits. But we never promise anything. Um, You know, we say we're not a magic pill. We are, our whole uh, brand is about transformation. And transformation doesn't happen overnight. It takes commitment, it takes work, and it takes a holistic approach. So one part of our approach, what we call the seeds, is actually our supplements. And the rest of it is actually mindset training and, you know, redefining what the definition of beautiful is. For each person because right. everybody is innately beautiful they just need to see it and that's sometimes the hardest thing to do so right. our supplements provide that that aid they're the seeds and our brand also comes in to provide support and community with that got it
0: okay perfect uh, so this way you don't have to because it's a supplement you don't have to go through fda approvals or any of that uh, those things right
1: that's a good question and in, in the us um the regulation is is a little bit Loose around dietary supplements, which does create some gray area and some potential for that. So there is no uh, pre-certification or uh, pre-pre-pre-approval process required to launch a supplement in the U.S. What is required is that you do meet the FDA and FTC's guidelines and regulations around that, because you could be audited at any time. So we knew that going in, and that's why we really wanted to partner with a really experienced and high-quality person who knew the industry and knew the regulations behind it. And we were lucky to do that.
0: Perfect. Okay. So, uh, and then this will probably have an impact in another conversation that we're going to have in two seconds, which is around marketing and how you actually sell the product. Um, But before we get to that, uh, let's uh, step back and um, uh, tell me a little bit about your sale process. How many uh, units did you order in that initial uh, uh, round? And again, we can talk in ballparks, uh, and what was the sale like, uh, you know, sales cycle like uh, and how, you know, what kind of units were you uh, moving at
1: that point? Yeah, we, uh, we have a minimum order of 1,500 units. We have okay. two products, so that's 3,000 units of total product that we ordered. Okay. Um, we've relied largely on organic methods to acquire customers up to this point. We've had a lot of uh, word of mouth, social media, we've got um, a growing mail list. So, you know, our our focus over this last year has been getting that core group of customers, gaining a lot of feedback and really improving upon how we want to approach the next batch of product Mm -hmm. and and then also figuring out how these customers like to be talked to, who they are and what kind of uh, marketing approaches work for them. So what, what we've found, we've, we've tried a number of different approaches and being really first time all in founders, it's been a, it's been a steep learning curve. However, we, what we've landed on right now is this omnichannel approach that we're just in the start of implementing. Right now, we're directly reaching out to, you know, we're in direct communication with pretty much all of our customers and, um, you know, the majority of them are repeat buyers. So we get to see their faces and hear, the, hear their feedback quite a bit. And we're, uh, we're giving them the option to refer to friends and we're gifting to their friends to try to broaden our network. And that's mm-hmm. been working successfully for us. And then, you know, we're, we're in a fundraising round right now and that's going to help us with the next steps, which, um, and we're, we're starting to implement them now. We're starting an, an affiliate program and with, and we don't call it an affiliate program because there's a bit of a unique take on it, but we're taking on influencer ambassadors and it's, okay. a, it's a, a monthly retainer approach, so it's a little bit different than the commission approach.
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: we're just in the early stages of getting them onboarded right now. And then once that gets going, we're going to be starting some uh, retargeting type advertising and get into some prospecting advertising and some more uh, paid influencer style marketing to complement all of our organic approaches.
0: Got it. Got it. And, and I'm guessing right now, uh, because the information you shared with us, uh, right now customers are buying individual bottles, so like a 30-day supply or 60-day supply. Uh, have you considered subscription or some other type of uh, uh, sell met, uh, sort of a uh, uh,
1: business idea? Yeah, and I, I should mention, you know, uh, we do offer subscriptions. We offer both okay, single perfect. purchases and subscriptions. Our model right now is a well functioning direct to consumer model. Mm-hmm. Um, and over 80% of our customers choose to buy a subscription.
0: Oh, we yeah, also okay.
1: have uh, two products, but we sell, we incentivize uh, a purchase of both. So our one product is an AM, it's meant to be te- taken in the morning. The second product is a PM product, so it's taken at night. We, we see the best results when they're taken together. And over 90% of our purchases are the combined uh product which brings our average order value up um got it. so we've got good you know we've got a, a dec- we've got a very good business model in place for the direct to consumer side we're looking mm-hmm. at increasing acquisition which is the big next step and yeah. we're also looking at dipping our toes this year into uh, digital retailers and we've got some plans around how we're going to approach that as well
0: perfect perfect so that sort of brings us uh brings up brings us up to today. Yeah. So let's talk about what you sort of have envisioned for 2021. Um, I, I know you're thinking about a new product. Uh, I, I know obviously marketing that you, you suggested, you know, increasing those volumes. Tell us what's, what you sort of have big picture, what you have envisioned for the next year and where you are uh, in that process.
1: Sure. Yeah, it's, uh, well, it's early February now, so we're, it, time's yeah. <laughs> flying. Eh? Um, exactly. What we're, What we're looking at doing is the big priority this year is our marketing efforts and to increase our acquisition. And, uh, we, we've got some uh, an approach that we're planning to follow right now. That's based around our KPIs for cost of acquisition and our Mm -hmm. lifetime value and return on ad spend. Um, to do that, we are also looking at hiring our first non-founder non-advisor hire to help on the marketing side. And we've got two products on the books right now. We're currently working with our formulator, to get those out. One is a gut health for skin health type product and okay. the other is hormonal acne, but we're, uh, we're currently working with our, cu- our current customers just to see, you know, what kind of approach would resonate the most with them as well.
0: Right, right, right. No, that's fantastic. Um, and uh, now let's sort of continue, you know, three, five years down the line. You're a relatively young company. You've been at it for about two years. What's sort of the longer vision, uh, um, where do you want to take the company?
1: Sure, I I can tell you. Uh, I'll I'll give you the the midterm and the long term. Midterm in the next uh, twelve to twenty four months, we've got uh, plans to introduce a men's line. We've had a lot of interest from uh, from both men that are that we've been connecting with, and also from the women who have been buying our product, saying, "Hey, my <laughs> spouse would really like this." And right. I would say, "Well, look, I." I use this product every day and I love it. I create, we created it using ingredients that I've been using for a long time, but we've marketed it towards women. So, you know, we've got this built-in audience of women that, that we're growing right now. And it would be a fairly quick and simple process of saying, hey, would your partner be interested? Maybe like double up the, double up the purchase <laughs> next time and give the other one a try. So we've got, right. that, we've got that on the, on the high-level plans right now we've also got a number of other products on the women's side that we're looking at developing. Um, got it. in addition, we're over the next year, 12 to 24 months, we're looking at expanding on our, our retail side of things and getting into some larger digital retailers over the near term. And eventually once COVID 19's implications are all done, which, you know, hopefully in the next two years, things are getting a bit more back into normal. We're, uh, we're going to be well positioned to be going into larger retail at that point. Um, in addition to that, you know, there's there's a big drive towards personalization and customization in the industry right now. There's a number of different uh, categories that are that are offering assessments for their customers to get exactly what they need. And we've got some some high level plans right now on how we might introduce that and when we might introduce that and how many products we would need to do that. Right. And then okay. longer term, um, you know, the exit's always in the back of the mind with something like this, <laughs> and right. We we've got a road ahead of us. We realize that, but we you know the 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 probably the viable exit scenario would be an acquisition, and we know that's viable just based on the number of competitors that have been acquired in recent years and and uh, you know high exit multiples that they've seen. So,
0: right, right, um, that that's fantastic. Okay, so you you sort of are thinking about that longer vision and the exit, which is fantastic. Um, just to, uh, one, one piece that we skipped over is the team. Right now, you know, obviously you and your wife started the company together. Um, it seems like you're outsourcing the manufacturing piece. Yep. So you don't necessarily need to build up uh, a capacity for that within the company. Tell me about some of the other people that are within the company today that are sort of advising you, guiding you through this process.
1: Sure. We like to see ourselves as a really small, but really mighty team right now. Um, so the my wife and I are full-time in this we're co-founders and we're we're partners Um, I've got the corporate background and the passion for digging deeper and nutrition she's got the background in not only acting but also writing and marketing so she's been providing that angle on it Um, you know we I've mentioned that we have a formulator and he uh, he's been a great addition to the team we brought him on as a formal advisor in 2019. And you know, he's he's a part of everything we do. And then in addition, we've got uh, one more gentleman who's sitting on our board right now and he he's actually my father-in-law, but he beyond that, he brings a lot of value to the team because he's a he's a CPA CFA. He owned his accounting practice for 30 years and, and grew it to the number one practice in the town that he's in. And he's since left and retired and you know, after seeing all his success, he wants to give back and help. And he's been helping us with a lot of different things, including our bookkeeping and accounting and making sure that we're we're staying within regulation on that side. Fantastic. Fantastic.
0: No, this is fantastic. Thank um, thank you so much for coming on telling us your story. Is there anything else we should know before uh, we let you go that I may not have asked you?
1: That's a very good question. And nothing, <laughs> you know, I'm drawing a blank right now. I'm sure as soon as okay. we get off this call, I'm going to think of five things. But
0: <laughs> right now, okay. that,
1: was, that was amazing. I appreciate the opportunity to do that.
0: Fantastic. No, uh, uh, thank you for sharing your story. I think it's a uh, uh, really unique approach to uh, beauty. So uh, I appreciate you telling us that story. And uh, uh, hopefully we can get you the resources you need to sort of continue on that trajectory. Uh, so okay. keep up the great work.
1: Thanks. Thank you for the opportunity.